Welcome to Volunteer Connection, a podcast for Girl Scout volunteers, parents, and Girl Scouts of all ages. I'm your host, Sarah, coming to you from sunny Arizona. This is the first ever podcast of its kind. We're bringing you interviews with Girl Scout volunteers from across the country and even the world. Conversations with high achieving girls who set big goals and crushed them. And panel discussions and debates about the latest news and information related to girls and Girl Scouting. So why don't you start with an introduction. Who are you? Where are you from? What council are you most closely involved with? And how are you involved with Girl Scouts today and in the past? Sorry. Nicole Mielheisen. Um, my mom, uh, Heather. Um, my best friend, Haley Hunter, and her mom, Carrie Hunter. They, um, we all got into a troop together and we had some of my, um, some of my school friends join and that was kindergarten um we did a lot of things together we were troop 2387 yeah of arizona cactus pine council well we did a lot of we were a cookie troop we were yeah we did a lot of cookie sales um my mom actually added it up when i graduated from uh, senior year i was a girl scout for 13 years it was like 23,000 cookies I sold yeah. by myself. Wow. Um, yeah, it was over a thousand every year, except for the year my brother was born, and that was 800-ish. Yeah, so her that's back when uh, you started as, they couldn't sell as daisies. So first year brownies, first grade, um, she sold 800 boxes that year. And so cookie sales started um on saturday and her baby brother was born on monday so we didn't quite make the full thousand that year but every year after that she sold over a thousand every year and one That's year it was over awesome. two. yeah i got the yay pod classic that yeah, um they, they did for they did thousand yeah that's I so cool did i sell two thousand again or i don't remember i don't, I don't know yeah it was a lot we were always super super involved in the neighborhood um, we did encampment a whole lot of times. We were voluntold basically um, to do a lot of the encampments because we were the troop that everybody liked it when we did encampments. Yeah. So <laughs> we, were, we ran encampment for quite a few years. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Yeah. So um, because some of the people who are listening to this might be pretty new to Girl Scouts or to volunteering. Can you describe what running encampment means? What does that look like? Oh, well, there was, it's basically like a weekend camp thing that the neighborhood gets together. We do, us running it, the girls would do, you know, their troop. Um, we planned the theme. One year we did a Harry Potter one. One year we did a Dr. Seuss themed one. Awesome. Um, Very Fairy yeah, we did a prince magical. One. Yeah, we did a back to basics where we did knot tying and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. actually had all the girls helping cook their meals out over the campfire, and that was kind of fun. Yeah, so we ran it, we organized it. It was all girl led, so we did all the paperwork and all that kind of stuff, and then each of each of our older girls 
would go take a, a station or a group of girls and do all of their education or all their training activities, whatever the fun thing was. So the Dr. Seuss one, we had a, a um, Horton, here's a who. And so they were doing, we did who hair, they did all their hair up and, and we had a big dance about Horton, here's a who, and, and just that kind of stuff. So the girls did, the girls got to interact with younger girls. And yeah. so the younger girls got to see them as mentors and, and uh, really looked up to them. And it was yeah. funny. They were always trying to find out what their real names were, yeah. but they never got to tell. Yeah. So. It was always really rewarding to like, we'll go walk in the grocery store and every once in a while I'll hear a star fire and a little girl <laughs> running up to me. How many um, girls would come on an encampment weekend typically? What range? Um, it varied. Um, we would have 100, 100 to 200 people. So adults and girls. That's a lot. Be yeah. Between 100 to 200. Yeah. And where did you usually hold them? Did you have all different locations or? Yes, they have. So the, the council here has uh, four different properties, three of which we do encampments. Two of them are in, in um, Prescott. Prescott and one's in Payson. And so there's like a lottery system. Um, and so every three years you get the main priority. And so, you know, so a lot of times most of ours were in Prescott at the two councils in Prescott. Gotcha. Um, okay, so back to cookies. What do you think, so like, I have a uh, second through fifth grade troop right now, and absolutely none of them are even breaking, let's say, 400 on a regular year to year. So what would you say, do you think it was, do you think you were able to hit those kind of numbers because you guys did something as a troop that encouraged each other? Or do you think that it was just, it's who you are and you were born for that and you just came out that way? Yes, it was a little bit of both. We have both me and my co-leaders. So we met in kindergarten registration with the girls. And so from there, we decided to start a troop. And neither of us are affluent by any means. So it was like, okay, well, we want to do all these fun things. Here's how we're going to do it. So we talked up about lots of activities that we did. And, um, you know, we got the parents involved. And our big thing was cookie booths. We, we ran a lot of every day, every weekend day, we did cookie booths. Um, and that, that really boosted our numbers a lot. Um, one year we had five girls hit over a thousand. Wow. Um, we were at the top selling troop twice. Um, one in um, third grade. I think so. Third grade and then fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. Basically the, we, we won a trip uh, anyway, we went to uh, down to Tucson to the Tank Verde. It's a resort dude ranch, and the council paid for us to go down to, down there, all expense paid trip. So it was phenomenal. And then we won it again. It was two years later because that's you were eligible. You had to wait two years, and then we won it again, and we went to San Diego um, to SeaWorld. and Sea World and all that kind of stuff. So that was that was kind of cool. But mostly. Um, we talked to girls, we wanted to know what they wanted to do. And well, all of them wanted to go to Disneyland. 
So we were, that was okay. You want to go to Disneyland? How are we going to get there? We had them plan out how much it's going to cost. Um, this is as they're getting older, you know, we started. That was my next question. Yeah, yeah. We started having them re do research online about costs and stuff. So probably around, it was probably about third, fourth grade. By fifth grade, they could readily look up the cost of tickets for various things. When they were younger, it was like, oh, well, if we have, if we want to do this, we need this many money, this much money. And we broke it down to, okay, in order for us to all go, each girl has to sell this many boxes of cookies or come up with this amount of money. It was the parents' decision. And most of them were like, we're just going to go ahead and sell the cookies because you know, we don't, we didn't live in a, an, an affluent area by any means. So most everybody was in, you know, the same situation where it was better to yeah, sell the cookies. We were pretty much never allowed to, well, I know for me, from experience, I was pretty much never allowed to get the prizes. We always got the, well, the cookie cash. It wasn't and allowed. Was we pretty much showed the girls pretty early on that um, the cost, the, the dollar value of the prizes that they give out. Mm -hmm. Um, what that money could be used for um, and we never not allowed but we did highly encourage them to just take the cookie dough um, and then we use that cookie dough to help pay yeah. they usually got the towel they always yeah. like the towel so yeah. but um, but yeah for the most part we encourage stuffed animal too yeah sometimes it's stuffed animal but you know you know oh you can have 25 cookie dough or you can have this stuffed animal hmm let's see that's $25 or a stuffed animal which one do you want and they're like we'll take the money Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. And so cookie dough is a little different council by council, but for anybody who listens to this that doesn't call it that, it's basically like a gift card reward or a gift certificate reward that you can use toward um, programs or events or registration through Girl Scouting. It's essentially, these days, it's um, almost always a gift card at this point, like a Girl Scout gift card. Yeah. We had little fake dollar bills. Yeah. Dollar bills. Yeah. And they use those to pay for their, they, our girls went to um, Girl Scout camp every summer and they paid their own way. And I tell you what, right. they were really proud of the fact that they paid their own way to go to Girl Scout camp. I bet. This was not mom and dad spending their money. They earned it and they, they forked over that money to go to camp. And then we also used the money because if you're, you can also use that money to go on troop sponsored events also yeah. so they and at the, at the gift shops at the camp yeah, the camps and, that and kind of stuff. they always yeah. had like little like candies and yeah, cookies like and that I, had, I got a walking stick for 40 bucks yeah, but she used her cookie dough for. yeah and i use it every time i go camping even to this day so yeah basically we just kept the girls involved and it was their decision as to how much or whatever um and then um me and the other leader we basically we're like okay these are what you want to do this is how we're, we can do it we would set up the booths and make it available for them to come and if they chose to come I mean obviously if they said they were going to be there we expected them to be there but they sure. would sign up for it and and then they got those proceeds yeah. so it was kind of a win-win situation we always um we learned very early on not to use the order forms going to door to door during cookie season though. Yeah, we they we learned real quick we to wait until we had the cookies to go door to door. That didn't yeah. Going and selling when it used to be just pre orders mm -hmm. and then you'd have to go back and find them, that didn't work out real well. Yeah. So. 
So that's still something that councils do differently today. So like Arizona Cactus Pine now only does cookies in hand. They don't do any pre-orders anymore. Yeah. Some, a lot of councils are switching to that because they're finding that a shorter sale where you have product in hand the whole time rather than half the sale where you only have order forms and half the sale where you have product. Um, so you're actually doing more in a shorter amount of time with product yes. in hand. Yeah. So more and more councils are switching. Um, but I agree. I think that's a really good tip is making sure yeah, that you have the product in hand when you go door to door. Yeah, we didn't. And even when we would deliver cookies, we always, the girls had big rolling totes that we just packed full of cookies. So even when we were still doing that, we would deliver cookies and then people would be like, oh, well, you know what I want? <laughs> so you get those impulse buys on top. Yeah, on top. yeah. And so. we always, we figured out pretty quick that, um, most do not um no soliciting signs do not include girl scout cookies <laughs> you still don't cough you still don't go talk knock on their door but it was funny because it doesn't mean girl scout cookies come back yeah I, I love it when you go door to door during cookie season and you see no soliciting except girl scout cookies actually written that's so yeah funny. girl scout yeah yeah we um the other thing that we learned really quickly was that um um, so both me and the other leader um, are veterans. Um, so we learned really quickly this win-win situation. Um, back then, the cookies were um, only $4 a box. And so we would always just ask, do you want to donate that other dollar to help mm -hmm. us buy cookies to send to our troops overseas? We would donate hundreds and hundreds of boxes of cookies every year just because people would donate that $1. Um, and, or same thing, you know, oh, here's, here I'm buying um, three boxes, here's 12 bucks, they hand you a 20, we'd say, would you like to donate part of it? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So instead of asking people, would you like to buy boxes, we would say donate, you know, and so yeah. we, we would, we would, we, it was a huge, it helped, it yeah. helped us a lot. And it's then amazing. back, back it's in amazing the how many of them you can sell when you ask. And that's all you have to do. If you, our number one tips to, to selling cookies is A, be in uniform. Yeah. You wear a vest, tan pants, white shirt. You will sell more cookies if you are dressed like that at a booth than not. I cannot tell you how many people we would have come up, and especially older women, that they would come up and go, you know what, I had to wear that uniform when I was a girl and I don't ever see it anymore. And because you, you know, and they would come and, or they would just donate money. Uh, and yeah. so we always required, we let them do blue jeans, but it was always a white shirt and then their vest. And that was, that was a requirement. And we did, we always, yeah. and nothing was cuter than when they had no front teeth and they would go, well, you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> and yeah. people would be like, here you go, just take my money. Yeah. And so. And you yeah. always, you always smile and ask on the way out. Like when you're yeah, boothing on at a store, out. only on the way out. Because uh, most girls, they'll ask on the way in and out. And then people get annoyed. Yeah. yeah. They're not so. Do that, but. Yeah. that and we also learned quickly that if we had the girls as people were walking in, say good morning, hi, how are you? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Open the door for people. You know, people go, oh, there's cookies. I need to get cash. So mm -hmm. that always kind of helped. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we would, uh, one thing I always, we were real big on is, is politeness yeah. that, um, 
if somebody said, no, thank you, I already bought some, then our girls would always go, oh, well, thank you so much for supporting Girl Scouts. And, or they just say, no, thank you. Okay, thanks, have a good day. Yeah. You know, and which was good because, you know, the girls get frustrated after a while. So when they're being positive back, it actually helps them stay positive longer too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there goes the fire trucks. Um, so that was, you know, we always tried to make sure. And oh, we, we always stood up. Too. Oh we yeah, we standing. were always standing. They didn't sit behind. There was no cell phone usage. There was no, you had to stand up, you smiling, asking. Oh, when they were little, we had, they wore cookie boxes around their waist and did <laughs> cheers. And I tell you, we would sell cookies in droves. Yeah. It was, it was always good. We always, we actually had to start buying Thin Mints by the pallet. Yeah, because we actually had to buy a pallet of Thin Mints one year. More than one year. No, it was one year we bought a pallet. They actually delivered the whole pallet. We had um, twice during our, so our girls, we had them from kindergarten all the way through high school. And so they, they all graduated out. And um, at twice during that time, we had a second troop. So one, uh, for one year, we had a senior troop. They were like brownies and we had a senior troop also. And then we had a super troop, um, which was all ages. And between that troop and our troop, we ended up having to have a pallet of them that's delivered. Yeah. <laughs> How many girls were in your troops? Um, so our average in our troop was, um, we had about 10 to 15 girls. Our super troop, I think we had, we had like 30 or 40. Yeah. Wow. So and how many? Primarily daisies, brownies, and we had a couple of juniors. Yeah. How but, many girls went all the way through from kindergarten to 12th to grade together? Me and Haley. Um, there was, I think Sierra. No, not Sierra. She joined our trip in like. No, but, no but she went all the way. So I want to say. Not in our trip. Four, four or five of the girls started out in kindergarten and finished in high school. That's incredible. Do you still talk to all of them today? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's we still great. get, we still, especially Facebook. And matter of fact, I, we get text messages and stuff like that. They, they still, yep. they still share their, share their lives with us, which is yeah. really cool. My, uh, my best friend Haley, I'm actually the aunt to her baby. So yes. yeah, she she's, has a little baby girl. So. She's, yeah. But we yeah, her all the time though. And, and that's one thing um, I was sharing with you earlier that, that Nicole has mild autism. And one thing that was really, it so warmed my heart was Haley called me the other day, well, was a while ago, and she's like, we have a little boy. She works at a daycare center and she goes, we have a little boy and he's autistic. And I went up and I was talking to him and she was doing all the things that we have ever talked about. And, oh, and he started having this meltdown. And so these are the things that she did. And so I, I realized, you know, that you know, as leaders, we get into it because our kids are in it. We, I wanted my daughter to have this experience. I didn't realize how much that's going to benefit other girls who now understand special people. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of our funny stories was um, we had gone down to the Tate Verde Ranch down in New Mexico and so we had, we had like 15 girls and they are all the same age group about, I think all of our girls, we only took same, same grade. 
Um, sometimes we had one above and one below, I think was about the only time yeah, that we had. Here in Jordan. And, yeah. and um, we get there and we're there about 20 minutes and they come up to me and go, Miss Heather, you need to call Mr. Newton and have him come get Nicole. And I'm like, why? Cause she's getting on our nerves. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I said, well, <laughs> so I, we kind of, I said, well, go back to your room and get ready and, da, 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 and everything. And then, so my, my other leader came over and she's like, yeah, it's getting bad over there. And, and Nicole was over with us. So it, it had just escalated over there. And so I went over there and we sat for about 45 minutes and we talked about special people and about how they could do things to help Nicole so that she could learn to function in society and all this kind of stuff. And it was amazing because the rest of the trip, they included her in on any, mm -hmm. everything, anytime there was any instance of anything, they'd say, Nicole, that's not okay. We're not supposed to do that kind of thing. Or, Hey, Nicole, thank you so much for doing that. You know? So they started to mentor her, mm -hmm. which helped her grow even more. Yeah. And so now I've got a, a wonderful young lady here and, and I've got all these girls that understand and know that everybody's different and it's yeah, okay that everybody's awesome. different and that, that we shouldn't judge and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I tell you, it was pretty neat. So we survived the whole trip and everybody had a good time and yeah. Thank goodness. dad did not have to come pick her up. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> so what, so some, some leaders might, or some volunteers who are listening might have girls who come into their troop that their parents aren't necessarily going to be present 100% of the time. But if they have a spe special people who join their troop and their parents aren't necessarily there to help give them tips on the fly like that, like you happen to be there in that moment, thank goodness, and especially being the leader, you were there probably all the time. But um, what tips or suggestions do you have for volunteers who might be struggling? They've never worked this closely with a special kid before and, and what tips or suggestions do you have to maximize a safe environment like that for all of the girls? Mm, let them, let them talk. Um, most of the time, um, if you get frustrated or angry as a parent or as a leader or whatever, and you go, you know, they start asking you something and you just, you, you just, no, stop. Just, just, will you just, you know, and you, you want to just move. You have to take, stop, take a step back, let them, the answer still no, but let them ask you the questions and give their example and then say, no, that's not what, and that's going to be one thing. And, um, the more a child escalates, the more you have to deescalate. So she calls it my scary calm. Um, when we're, I, I will tell you, my son is also autistic. And so when we are starting to have an emotional situation in the house, I start getting very, very calm and because then they actually will feed off of that and they will deescalate much, much, much quicker. Yeah. Um, so just um, make sure they're included, but don't point them out as special. You know, you can't let that kid do something all the time that you don't let other kids do, yeah. you know, okay, well you can touch this, but you can't touch this because then that, creates animosity um, and let the other girls know that you know it, we're all different and and, and sometimes we all we have strengths and weaknesses and sometimes that special kid just can't help it they can't 
And that was the big thing was that we talked about that when she would get into a situation where she was no longer in control, that that wasn't her choice to do that. This, this was just her, that was the only way that her brain, and we talked about that this wasn't a behavior, this wasn't a choice, this was her brain went into backfire mode and, and we just had to let it ride out. So yeah. um, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, is just the girls need to understand that that person is different. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing is, you know, at least talk to the parents and ask the parents what you can do to help that child. And sometimes what the triggers are too. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. The, the thing that they got mad is, is she's a very tactile person. She has to touch stuff. And so we got down there to the, the, the ranch and she was touching everything and, and it was driving those kids nuts. And, and I finally had to ask them, I'm like, is she hurting anything? And they're like, no, I'm like, if you just let her do this, she'll stop in a few minutes. But she had to understand her surroundings. Right. So, and that's a big thing. Kids have to be safe. They have to understand their surroundings. They need stability and continuity. Um, and um, special kids need rules and consequences just like everybody else. And as long as those are clearly stated, then yeah. most kids will do pretty good. I know. I always... It always helped me when I was, um, oh shoot, I just lost it. I am not, I'm so The schedule. Yeah, schedule. Um, when we would take her to Girl Scout camp, um, she had, what was her name? Um, Squeaks. Squeaks. Yeah. She, ha she just ended up having the same counselor for like four years in a row. Yeah. And Squeaks knew she was coming. And as soon as we walked in there, she would go up. And she would say, hi, Nicole, and she would open her hands, like, in hug position. And it was Nicole's choice whether or not she hugged her or not, because, you know, physical contact can be both positive and negative. And she'd say, okay, Nicole, this is what we're going to do. You're going to go do this, and then you're going to come right back and see me. And when we get done with that, you're going to go here, and you're going to come right back and see me. And then when you get back, I'm going to give you the schedule. And they let her have a schedule, and that took so much anxiety out of mm -hmm. her her life just because she knew and I don't even think she referred to it all this time just the fact that she knew that she had the capability of knowing what was going yeah. to happen that there was no fear yeah. um, there was no unknown and that really helped her out a lot and mm -hmm. um, you know she has um, because of her autism we keep her on a very um, controlled diet with gluten and that kind of stuff and um, it was so nice because there were counselors up there that they made sure that her food was exactly like everybody else's food only, yeah. and you know, it, it within. Helped because Squeaks was a whole yeah. bunch of things too. So, so it, it she, just helped out. It was, yeah. So acknowledge their differences and um, give them all the tools they need to succeed. And really sometimes great. distraction is like, I know when I'm having a meltdown when I was little or even now sometimes a positive distraction Mm -hmm. Like, heck, I mean, if I'm having a meltdown, I go and read. That's... If she's, if, um, I also have always taught my children um, that they have to advocate for themselves. If they're having a problem, then they need to, to let somebody know and, and what we can do to help them with the situation. And so even as a, a little girl, you know, she'd come up and she'd be like, 
I need help. And you'd ask her, what do you need help? Well, she's like, I don't know. <laughs> but that was enough. So at least she knew that she could come to me or the other leader mm-hmm. and, and, and get help, even if she didn't know what it was that she needed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it was just a hug or, a, okay, watch you sit right here. Cool down. I'm, I'm going to have you sit right here for two minutes. In two minutes, I'm going to come back and check on you, okay? And that's so time, time, it's okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is what's going to happen in a few minutes. I'm going to check on you. And then you're going to be okay. And then we're going to go ahead and go move forward and do this other stuff. And, and reassurance that, is, yeah. is a big thing. Too. Yeah, it's okay. And yeah. we've always told her, um, we are Christians. So we have always, I've always told her she's beautifully and wonderfully made. And so it's just, that's just what it is. And we're just going to move on with our life. And, yeah. and it's she's not a not, handicap. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a not, uniqueness. Yeah. It's just her uniqueness. Yeah. So, I and that. I think, I think that that goes for all kids that yeah. as adults, we need to realize that every child is unique. And I think that Girl really? Scouts, um, is amazing for that. And, um, a lot of kids, especially on the spectrum do need to have structure. They need structure. They crave structure. So as troop leaders, when we are setting down boundaries, and expectations that that really helps yeah that helps them a lot also so and like I said it also helps the other girls because they learn that everybody is unique and different so and the whole being a sister to every girl scout that was yep yep that's that's one of them it was really sad um in the very beginning when she was very young she had no friends because she was weird everybody called her weird they didn't know um, but you know what? Every time she had a birthday party, she had a whole room full of girls there. That's great. Because the girls would always show up. They loved to spend time with each other. And so they were happy to get together for Nicole's birthday party and ha- and play, you know, and, because they got to be together. So it was a win-win yeah. situation. And so, um, you know, that's, again, you know, I can't even imagine what her childhood would have been like without, yeah. without Girl Scouts in it. I mean, she had... She had some really amazing friends. Yeah. I wouldn't and a lot of extra though. moms too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even call them friends though. I'd call yeah. them sisters. Yeah, they are. So. I mean, we've known uh-huh. each other forever. Yeah. yeah. That gave me chills. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I tell you, I, uh, I, I, I had no intention of being a Girl Scout leader. Um, I was, I'm involved with another organization and, um, so my, my best friend, Carrie, she was like, well, we, I said, we met at kindergarten registration. She said, well, I want to have Girl Scouts. And I was like, oh, I want Nicole to be in Girl Scouts. And she's like, well, do you want to be a leader? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, thanks. Appreciate the offer though. And, um, well, the only time that they could have meetings at the school was the night that I was already busy. So I said, all right, well, let's have it at my house. And so it went from there and yeah. So now all these years later, we're still best friends and we've had this op- awesome opportunity with all these wonderful yep. girls. That's incredible. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely a, a good thing. Yep. So. Okay. So for both of you, what is one of your proudest moments as a Girl Scout? Well, I always thought that the whole cookie selling, selling again to the cookies. I'm, I was really proud. I've always been really proud of myself that, um, like when they were three dollars a box, that we all, all of us had our, our number, of, our three multiplication digits yeah. 
They were, they were in first grade and they could multiply by threes. Yeah. And we were, we, I was always so proud of that kind of thing. And, um, and also as we grew up to be able to see all the other girls in the neighborhood grow up and, um, accept each other. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just being able to see the girls become who they are now. Yeah. Younger girls. I think one of my proudest moments was definitely as I was starting to watch all of our girls graduate from high school. That I was sure. definitely all mama bear proud there. I'm sure. Um, but the time that I felt the most has to have been we had earned our silver award, the, the, like the whole troop. Um, and so we had planned a party to celebrate us all earning the, the, um, the award. So we had taken all the girls, or we, we dropped off our own girls off at one of the other houses, one of the kids' houses, because they were doing some prep. Well, unbeknownst to us, they actually turned the whole ceremony around and made it a thank you to our leader wow. ceremony. And I mean, here it is, they worked hard and they did this amazing project. And it, I mean, it was, um, it was just amazing that all of a sudden they realized they were just at that age where they started to realize that, you know, we did a lot of work to, yeah. to, to make this troop happen. And they turned around and I mean, they, you guys, they, they crafted like all night long. Yeah making all these little gifts for us, which is tenfold. I love those gifts. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I still have them. Yeah. Um, and so they, but they turned it around and they made this big ceremony about, about us and how they were thankful for us. And, and it was, I mean, it, it was neat to get the recognition and, and all that. I mean, that's, but that wasn't it. It was the fact that we had started to, to teach these young ladies that, um, there's things bigger than themselves and that the organization as a whole is phenomenal and that, you know, you, you say thank you to people when they do things for you. And the fact that they started to realize that um, we were in this for them and I'm, it was just, and we, our lives wouldn't be the same yeah. without you guys. I can't even put it into exactly into words. What I was, I was just so proud of them yeah. because they were proud of themselves and they wanted to show the appreciation and they actually did something about it without an adult having to say, Hey, you guys should really thank your leaders. Yeah. Totally. And I think that that was, that was, yep. I, I felt like I really made steps right there. That, that was, that was a good yeah. thing. That's really powerful. Yeah. Yep. So Nicole, what, what did you do to earn your silver? I actually don't remember. That was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> We um, did so much stuff. Well, what we did was we took, um, we did several different projects through, yeah. throughout big projects. The silver was the trash bags. We collected every month. We did a big collection of trash bags, the, the Walmart bags and stuff like that. And we counted and we, I don't even remember the number, it was millions, we millions of bags we collected. Wow. And 
um, just to, to kind of take them off and bring awareness to, and we donated those. Another thing we did was um, we did a Easter, big Easter, Easter baskets. baskets. We yeah. made we made over a hundred Easter baskets um, and took them children's. down to Phoenix Children's. That was actually our bronze award that we did oh, that one. Okay. And then didn't we do the some type of bench? something with that that was Sierra's yeah Sierra's gold project there was something else I, I don't there was a couple of different things that we had done and and um oh actually I think the official one that we like okay we did like three or four different projects I'm trying to think of which one we actually submitted the paperwork for the bronze sure. and I think I remember now it was Shadow Rim up in um so one of our camps yeah it's up in in Payson um, we worked together and we bought a bunch of trees Oh yeah, and we yeah. took them up during our encampment and we planted trees up there to um, provide fruit for the animals that like to come onto the property. And the then we also, so that they could use the fresh fruits and stuff like that in snacks and stuff for the girls. So yeah. we planted something like, I think it was like 10 or 12 trees. Yeah. Um, we and also did the ones at um, Mountain Sky too. Remember? Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't we just that oh. was something else. Okay. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but and then we also made um, placards for it and and all that kind of stuff. So we raised the money and and then we actually let the girls from encampment because it was our encampment. Um, we actually planned the encampment and incorporated that in. And matter of fact, that was the Dr. Seuss one yeah. that we did. Um, and um the what's the one the dr seuss the one the, uh, lorax the yeah the lorax so that's we planted trees that's what and i was just thinking like, that's perfect yeah. so that's what we did with that one and so each set of girls got to plant a tree so we we had i don't remember how we but we had like groups of like 10 kids 10 girls 10 12 girls in a group and they would go plant a tree yeah so it was kind of neat that was, that was really cool. yeah okay what's one of the coolest adventures that you went on world yeah <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool we went it was the second time that we had won the the cookie uh, incentive which so this one we were older so it was a uh, all expense paid trip out of council um, out of the state so we went to SeaWorld and so we um, spent the night with Shamu and so well we we actually we slept in the um, journey to Atlantis uh, in front of the um, beluga, beluga whale. No, I think it was so. manatee. Yeah, any one of them on the floor in front of the animals. And um, so we went to SeaWorld. It was the opening of the new the Believe show. So we got to be. We have a picture that they the very first showing of Believe, and so oh. we got to be in it and hold up signs and we got a memorabilia thing. Um, yeah. And then we went to. Um, we went to the zoo and we went, there was a bunch, we the took beach. them all over the yeah. place. We went to Hollywood, would, Hollywood Boulevard. No, that was a separate trip. Really? We took what? a lot of trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't go to Hollywood. We were in San Diego that time. Oh. Um, and, um, but we did, we took them down to the beach and there was some other um, museums and Venice stuff beach. like that. And they were young. I want to say. Venice Beach. No. Yeah. No, we, tell that, no, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> offline um fourth or fifth somewhere around there. i think i think it was between right after third grade so they were wow. still very little okay. 
because yeah. um, I think it was first grade that we went down to, I don't remember, they all run together. Anyway, yeah, so we yeah. went, we won and we, we took them over there and, and um, for them to go over there, it was the first time that they had been away from mom and dad that, that, at that extent and uh, we had so much fun. I almost had a heart attack. It was really busy that day and trying to keep track of 12 little girls was challenging. <laughs> it was, that was counting heads all day long. So, but yeah, I think that was probably one of the neatest adventures that we did. I remember, um, one of the, this is, this is, um, we went to the Renaissance Fair. It wasn't a troop troop trip, but it was the us girls just getting together just to hang out. Um, we went to the Renaissance Fair, and we had a klutz. We had Sierra, our one of our girls. She's a little klutzy. <laughs> a little. She's the one that we had to. She, it, we made it mandatory that we had to bring a first aid kit because of her. Every time we went anywhere, she fell yeah. somewhere. Yeah, she tripped over air. She tripped over a hay bale at the Renaissance Fair. We, we had a lot of fun. We, we, we did so many. We didn't believe in just sitting and doing nothing. Mm -hmm. um, when, oh. when they were brownies, they earned every try it. Yeah. Our, our when whole, they, vest their was whole vest wrapped was, around. We, yeah. we, we didn't put fun batches on the back. We didn't, they had to be earned only. We yep. had a, a separate thing. So only cookie patches and stuff like that. Their, their vests are packable. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as juniors, they won or they earned, they earned everything there. And yep. then as we started getting into cadets and stuff like that, they started to lose interest in, in a lot of that. badges yeah. sure. badges and stuff. But yeah. um, we, we kept them busy. Yeah. We, we believed in doing a lot of things. Yeah. We did a lot of community service. Yes. Um, Falling for this. Yeah. We actually, um, kind of our troop project in the latter years was there's a bird rescue out in Surprise that we went out and volunteered and cleaned clean cages, fed birds, that kind of stuff. And mm. that's how we actually ended up getting our, uh, we adopted a pet from there. So that's yeah. where we ended up getting our bird. Yep. So, so yeah, basically just wanted to raise them up, be well-rounded and yep. learn lots of different things. And yep. oh, we right. did, we did lots of mean things. We expected them to learn how, you know, where the oil is in your car and yeah. they had to learn how to start fires yep. safely. Yes. <laughs> um, so we taught them all the life skills, not just texting and, and, you yeah. know, painting and coloring and yeah, stuff. We yeah. did lots and lots and lots of different things. We tried to make sure that we were cooking, cooking. We made them mm -hmm. learn how to cook. I think so. we did sewing too, I think. Yeah, we did some yeah. sewing. We did some knitting. Yeah. We did we all the good blankets. life skills. Yeah. yeah. We did a lot. We made blankets for the, who did we make them for? Uh, so children's? I think so. Oh, we used our we used our cookie money one year to go down to not build a bear. It was uh, yeah, the Burlington or whatever. Yeah, there yes. was some other. Some it's other. like build a bear. We made teddy bears for the neonates at um, Phoenix Children's, and so was it Stuffington? Yes, that's yeah. it. Down, yeah. yeah, downtown. So we yeah. let them each build their own bear. And then we made another one, and then we donated them all. So. Yeah. And we, uh, we did, we all did, um, we all went to Build-A-Bear too when we were oh, yeah. brownies mm -hmm. and we all made a Build-A-Bear and we made, we all sewed little, little vests and we got a little mm -hmm. yeah. brownie uniform and we put little, uh, iron on looking patches, like, yeah. 
paper yeah, patches have, and and we recorded their voice saying um, the pledge saying the um the girl scout promise yeah and and so to this day now they have it in their little five-year-old voice saying the the girl scout oh, wow so it's, yeah. i love it and uh so we did we made them little brownie vests and put got and a little um put iron-on patches on them that look just like their vests and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and then actually that we also while we were there we made stuffed animals that we gave to um airvac yeah. that had a little band-aid on it and um so basically my husband um, was a flight paramedic and so he took him to work and put him on the helicopters so if they had to transport a child that they could give them this stuffed animal and it would help them you know feel better and that kind of stuff yeah. and so they were a big hit there too so yep. We tried to make sure every time we did fun stuff that we tried to incorporate so that we Something showed the girls the community, community. Yeah, that it's not just about us and it's good for us to have fun and stuff like that. But let's also, while we're doing fun things, let's think about other things. Coming up on time, but I wanted to ask you guys one last question, which is what advice would you give somebody who's considering whether or not to volunteer for Girl Scouts? Hmm. Do it. Yeah, do it. It's very um, rewarding. It's very rewarding. Um, and you never know what impact you're going to make on the kid's life. Absolutely. You, you never know how you might just, you might give one kid a hug one day and, and it just changes everything in them. You know, it, yeah. it just, I mean, I, like I said, I can't even imagine what her life would be like if, yeah. if we had not had her in Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um, and I see that even with a lot of other girls that were in our troops that, um, yeah. that we really, it, it changed their life. And, and, yeah. um, our lives are so busy and hectic nowadays. Um, but we have to make time as adults because we're, our children are only little for so long Yeah, and then they're gone. And so why not try to make the biggest impact, you know? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I have to give up whatever I want to do, but, uh, for, you know, those 14 that's years, gonna be, that's going to be a pay it forward yeah, kind of yeah. thing. You yeah. pick what you, my parent might do for me. I'll do, I might do for another kid. And mm -hmm. the kids of today are the future of our society. And that's we really can just, make the world a better place. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole, just, do you think that you and Haley will lead a troop for her daughter? Uh, I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> Haley has every intention of, of, of doing it. Matter of fact, um, before she ended up having her daughter, she was actually looking at getting started with a troop of her own, but it was just too hard trying to, you know, with she a little one. Graduated, well, she just graduated high school and then, um, you know, it was, well, it was like a year, two years later, the baby was born, but Still, just trying to find out what you're going to do in your life and then start a Girl Scout troop wasn't yeah. really possible. And we were like, you know, why don't you grow up a little bit first and, you know, get a job, you know, get a career and then yeah. look at that. And yeah. I would and love yeah. to. And okay. then having a daughter is a perfect opportunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yes. Um, matter of fact, me and, and Carrie, we've been, we're already like, okay, well, when we have our Girl Scout troop again, because we're all going to be involved in on that one, so yeah. we'll, be, we'll be the uh, quintessential grandmothers there. Yes. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time to talk to me. I think this was really, really valuable. You guys covered a lot of really, really good stuff. I think this is going to be 
helpful to a lot of people. So I really appreciate you taking the time and um, getting the chance to hear about all the cool stuff that you've done and accomplished. I think that's amazing. Find us online, www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash girlscoutpodcast. And even Instagram at girlscoutpodcast. Are you or is someone you know interested in being on the show? We'd love to have you. Go to our Facebook page to learn more about how. Facebook.com slash Girl Scout Podcast. This show and the entirety of its online presence is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. This podcast was completely created and developed by volunteers and Don't forget to hit subscribe. We have a ton of great content coming soon.